0: I wrote down, so dad loves one daughter more? Yeah, that's literally the plot. Hello, guys. We're back to watch Switching Goals. (laughs) 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 I mean, we're trying to think of something to say about this movie. All right. Switching goals. Sandwiched between, I want to say, Passport to Paris and Our Lips Are Sealed. And you guys have to tell us, like, Jay and I were discussing this and, like, I think I've probably only seen this once. I think if I'm honest, this is my least watched Of their entire catalog, like, even their kids' movies, even the ones that we're not even getting into, the Double Double Toil and Trouble. I think I've seen that movie more than this one. I know that Michael Sarah is in it just because, like, I know that as a piece of pop culture, I would question, honestly, if I, like, remember that he's in it or recognized him. I didn't know that Michael
1: Sarah was in it. But I feel like how you felt with Passport to Paris, where you were like, I'm remembering more random facts about this one than previous Mm -hmm. ones. Not because I think I've, like, seen it so much, but, like, because I think at this point I was, like, of an age where I was, like, cognitively processing, like, images in front of my face. Memories
0: were sticking, yeah.
1: Yeah, they were, like, fully being made. So it's, like, I don't remember a ton, but there are, like, the jerseys where, like, one's wearing blue and one's wearing green
0: yeah.
1: are, like, very prominent to me.
0: Um, I feel like. And I think they're from the Midwest in this. That's, like, the only thing I remember is they're from, like, Indiana. Or they live in, like, Ohio or something. Which is very rare for American nationally movie for not to be, yeah. like, of exorbitant wealth on the West Coast. That's, like, usually the standard. I don't know if they just felt like soccer, like high school sports was like more of a Midwest vibe, which like I I could see someone arguing that. Yeah, I guess. And I could be wrong. Like we could watch this movie and they're like from Sacramento. And in my mind, I was like, wow, they're in the (laughs) suburbs. They're like in the Midwest. (laughs) Yeah. I could be wrong. But that is what I'm remembering. I'm going to read what it says on IMDb. Okay. It says, girly girl Emma and tomboy Sam are 13-year-old teenagers who are identical Personality opposite twins join a soccer team so that they might switch places. Sorry, did that sentence structure? No, yeah, that didn't sound right.
1: The sentence is wrong, right? It doesn't make sense. Doesn't make sense. Like, why would they join the team to switch places? It also just doesn't make sense.
0: And I also read the much longer Wikipedia synopsis. And they just are soccer players. One of them cares more about being on a, a soccer player than the other one. That's
1: what I remembered. and But they, I remember them being on like opposite
0: teams. <laughs> MD, IMDb is truly always lacking. Who is proofing these? Honestly, every week we're Nobody. kind of like, I think they didn't watch the this movie. This one doesn't make sense. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> the sentence structure is bad. For the record, we read it twice. Okay, so here's what I'll say because I admit fully it's my memory is so limited of this. Mm-hmm. But I do think, um, you know, we've been having it ongoing discussion sort of were on archetype watch oh sure and we talked about in Passport to paris there was a little bit of that they had started to do the ashley's in pink mk's in blue that we will come to just totally be see it on in everything there's one sporty smart one i think they were really running with it at like this age they were like this is what works for us like mary kate is like the funny sporty one ashley is like the girly, flirty one. Cuz this is one of the first ones where really the plot is about that their personalities are so different that they have to pass for each other, and I don't think it's been a necessity that their mm-hmm. their personalities be different in any of the other ones. Although in the first one, it takes two. Yeah.
1: Passport to Paris was a little bit less, but even then Ashley like knew about fashion and stuff. It just wasn't treated as though th- that was like shallow.
0: Yeah, it's like rich people shit. <laughs> So
1: far, they've actually been pretty, like, value neutral about, like, the girls' yeah hobbies. And
0: we pointed out in Passport to Paris, if anything, Ashley was positioned as the girlier one. And she is the mastermind, really, of that whole – and we talked about, like, are they keeping track of who they're assigning lines to? Like, it's hard to say, <laughs> but it does seem like it was consistently one more than the other. So mm-hmm. it'll be interesting if they, like you said, do kind of do an, a value assignment to – One of them being sporty and one of them being girly. Especially since them being so different is going to be like a plot
1: point of this movie. We'll see if it like films caring about... Or, like, frames caring about soccer as a positive and not caring about soccer as a negative. We'll just have to see.
0: So what else? That's all we remember. We think they're from the Midwest. They... I
1: remember them, like, switching... That's what I remember, is that they are on two different teams and they switch places. Like, one of them wants to... I'm assuming Ashley wants to, like, prove that she's as good at soccer as the other one. Or, like...
0: Yeah, I don't know. There's some
1: sort... They have to to switch places to, like prove something about being good at soccer
0: yeah i don't know what their motivation would be except like because one of them is good at soccer so one of them is like yeah helping the other pretend to be good at soccer in exchange for something i don't know it's giving she's the man <laughs> yeah a little bit A little bit. Where I'm like, what's the motivation? Something needs to be proved or someone needs to be like put in their place or like they have to switch for something. Someone has to pretend to be good at better at something than they are. We're going to find out. I'm so I am so eager to find out if they're in the Midwest. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We're going to watch it. Uh, We're going to I almost said shoot some hoops. We're going to score some nets. We're going to point some games. Oh, oh, (laughs) oh. Okay. Can't wait. See you then.
1: Okay. So we just watched Switching Goals. What did we
0: think immediately? Did it come right back to you? Because I, I I think I. this is definitely going to be the one I've seen the least. Watching it, I, I had, like, the parents seemed familiar. But I, I don't think I watched this one over and over again. This is not like an Our Lips Are Sealed. And I'd be so curious what you guys think. Because I would argue this is one of the lesser known ones. I could be completely wrong. I know there's got to be switching goals heads out there. But it seems so much less familiar to me than Passport to Paris. And then I know, like, what's coming up next. Like, the ones to come are going to be. this. I one- do think
1: it's not one of the ones that I immediately think of when I think of, like, Mary-Kate and Ashley movies that I, like, treasure. It's always sort of, like, I think it used to play on, like, TV and it would be like, oh, yeah, that one. Yeah, you guys let us know. That and honestly, watching us. it, I, it, like, things weren't really sticking out to, there were parts that I remembered, like, obviously, the different jerseys, like, that came back to me. But I do think what was interesting about this one, and we said we were going to look out for this, but the whole time that I was watching it, I was like, this is the blueprint of the, like, we have different interests. Like, I'm really sporty and I don't get boys, and I'm really girly and I do get boys. And, like, this so much so that, like, their parents are commenting on it. You know what I mean? Like, this was the blueprint for that. And I was like, how much of, for a movie that I barely remember, the, like, impact that that had on the way that I viewed the two of them must have been huge. Because we've been talking about it this whole time. And honestly, this is, like, kind of the first time that it was, like, this apparent.
0: Yeah, it's the plot of the movie that they're opposites. And I think also I want to say we discovered after watching the dad in this is the dad that plays their father on their TV show So Little Time. And Mary Kay and Ashley will reuse actors and people they liked working with a lot. Like I, you know, especially if you guys watch So Little Time, a lot of people from their sort of movies shot around that time do show up on the show. But I would like blew my mind, like that could very well be why. Parts of this movie with the parents seem familiar is because it is the same dad that plays their dad on so Honestly, time. the parents part of it was, like, the least familiar to me, personally.
1: Like, I didn't remember anything about the parents, really. Especially the mom. <laughs> like,
0: that was brand new to yeah. me. Yeah. I guarantee I didn't know what a shrink was. I did not know what this woman did for a living.
1: <laughs> you know who else doesn't know what this woman does for a living?
0: Her own husband. <laughs> Her. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I think we can kind of start there. My biggest thing, this dad just sucked. He comes around, yeah. and I think he tries, and he works on himself. But the mom is absolutely right to point out that he is sucking. Like, the, the like Like, in a premise. huge way. Like, not even yeah. in, in just, like your personality
1: is bad, but in a way where like your like your child is gonna have like lasting trauma because it's so obvious to everyone around you that you don't love her as much as you love the other one.
0: Yeah, they start off at some kind of like family fair, like they're at some kind of family picnic. Like a field day or something. Yeah, yeah. A field day and mom is like playing a fortune teller, which is like that has its own implications. Yeah, the turban was not <laughs> the turban. okay. I know, yeah. But I mean she was truly giving it her all and I feel like um and absolutely no one else was giving her anything. Um <laughs> she was feeling underappreciated for her you know, her seeing into the future abilities for sure.
1: Which like are totally fake like and never mentioned again like was she trying to pull like a psych moment where she was like i can see the future because i'm like using is my is she
0: really into astrology literally <laughs> what? i don't
1: know. What did she know but i and she was so offended that like no one cared and i was like one this is a theme for the rest of the movie like you honestly are pretty ignored by absolutely everyone in this movie i just wrote down
0: is it cool for mom to be a fortune teller <laughs>
1: But two, personally for me, as soon as we like panned over to the mom and there was like this long running joke, like the joke about the fortune teller was like long running. There were like three people that like were
0: very unfunnily given like bad fortunes. And I was like, oh, is this movie going to be bad? <laughs> but there's a theme though, because I feel like there was a couple times where I wrote down this joke is going on too long. Like it's, it's not landing. Yeah. Yeah. I think quality wise, this movie truly does sit between... Billboard Dad and um, Passport to Paris because I was really excited when it started and I was like, oh my God, like they've got personalities, they're different, they're confiding in each other. One of them feels vulnerable or insecure and the other one lifts them up. Like this is the very beginnings of them having like a sister bond that you get run into. Oh, that was like very heartwarming throughout the whole movie.
1: But it does kind of go off the rails a little bit. Like my initial reaction was that, like, it really is on mary and Ashley carrying this movie just by, like, being cute and being relatable because, the, like, the parents were so annoying to me and the
0: storyline, like, didn't really make sense. Yeah, the parents are annoying, but it's, like, they seem like sisters. They bond. They talk. They seem like siblings. They confide in each other. You know what I mean? Like, there's private moments just them where they're like, goofy-ass parents aren't around. Yeah, but
1: I just mean not even as, like, characters. I mean, like, literally as...
0: Performers, they were doing better than the adults. Like I wrote down, so dad loves one daughter more. Yeah, that's literally the plot. (laughs) Like literally from the beginning, mom is like, like what? And it's so funny because I was watching this movie with my boyfriend, and he said, "Oh, is he giving his wife a noogie?" And I was like, "Yeah, that is what is happening." Literally, rather than like having conversation. Also, I wrote down, dad cool with throwing dishes. I was like, "What is this bit at the beginning?" What was that? So
1: the movie starts there at this field day or whatever, and dad chooses Mary-Kate or Sam to be in the, like, wheelbarrow race, and then it becomes clear that, like, he's chosen Sam for all of the events, and she's got, like, all these ribbons on her shirt, and Ashley or Emma, like, hasn't been included in any, and she says this really sad thing to her mom where she was like, dad'll never pick me, and I was like yo know. like somebody needs to get this he's like a bad dad like that's horribly sad you know, mom
0: gets it that's what sets the whole thing in motion i mean mom knows yeah she's like this is stupid well, and good not that anybody listens to her but yeah yeah exactly this is like this sports don't like the wheelbarrow race is where this starts and it's like dad picks sam every time and it's like why why does dad care about win- winning the wheelbarrow race like I don't know I guess it's relatable the dads are competitive but like who cares about field day the soccer thing makes more sense to me where it's like I coach soccer but the wheelbarrow race and her feeling left out of the wheelbarrow race time after time does feel like he sees that he has like one daughter he can connect to and the other one just that's fine it has no value to him yeah yeah he's like oh I yeah don't need to spend time with her or have a connection with her. And she doesn't care. Like when mom points it out, he's like, "No, no, no, no." It's like this yeah. system like works for us. No,
1: she's girly. She doesn't want to hang out with me. And it's like, what? Like you're her father. Yeah. It's but weird. also like Ashley or Mary Kate and the dad like win, and they're like standing on a pedestal or whatever. And then like Mary Kate like looks over to Ashley and gives this like well kind of like shrug. And I literally wrote down this shrug is savage. Yeah. <laughs> this sort of look that she gives her sister, who's like, "Dad'll never love me," and she's like, "Yeah." <laughs> It was like... <laughs> my god. Ouch. That would kill me on field day.
0: I think they do a good job of make, not making it, like too sad. That daughter doesn't feel overly neglected, ultimately, she when she does, like... Yeah, they do bring it back around. But honestly, just the
1: entire vibe of the dad and the sort of overarching expectation on me as the audience member to, like, understand that boys just care about sports and competition, and that's, like, their only personality trait. And I was like, that's not good enough. Like, this guy's, like, a bad dad. He's a bad husband. And honestly, seems like a really annoying dude to just, like... No. And his friend that also works at the store. Absolutely. Well, okay,
0: so that brings me to like it's odd to me that they're they've announced that the soccer thing is gonna be co-ed. So dad has been coaching little league soccer that doesn't have his daughters on the team. So that already was like, okay, I guess like he's a local sports store owner. He would sponsor a team. Sure, that makes perfect sense to me. Mm-hmm. Um coaching the team is like a little odd, but I guess it's like hey you're really into soccer, you're like a nice local business owner. Yeah, that's like, not that crazy. Coaches.
1: That didn't seem that weird to me like.
0: Yeah, that's not that crazy to me either. But what is odd is like then they announced that the teams are going to co- go co-ed and dad is so against it as the dad of daughters. That was like so weird to me. And they said like um you know girls bring I wrote down uh um, you know what happens when girls join Tears, crying, their mothers, fashion. And I was like, yeah, except dad has like a stellar athlete of a daughter. He would actually think his reaction would be like sick I'm going to yeah. get to coach the girls. It's so sexist. <laughs> I literally
1: noticed that, too. It takes him, like, a full minute of being totally crestfallen before he's like, wait, my daughter is good at sports. And I'm like, as a guy raising a girl who's good at sports, it took him a full minute to remember that, like, girls can be athletes, too. It's weird. Also, I I noticed that his friend, who, again, I said is, not like, literally insufferable, says this statement about going co-ed. He says... um, expansion deludes the talent pool. And I was like, what? Oh, like, I don't know. It seems like it's coming. I didn't love it. it from a place you shouldn't be repeating.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, I will say at the very beginning in this movie too, they take a beat from the soccer stuff. I loved it. The, the scene that got me excited to watch this movie, which I think ultimately might, probably set my expectations a little too high, is when they get to the parking lot and we've spent the whole first 10 minutes of the movie talking about how Sam is the daughter that dad loves. Sam is the daughter that dad wants to like teach and coach. And then they get to school and actually Emma, Ashley's character, is popular. And I literally wrote down and underlined, oh my gosh, Mary-Kate's crush likes Ashley. And I don't think- I- ever seen maybe i'm wrong and someone tell me if i'm wrong i love that i can't get enough of it but i don't think i think they in fact are actually kind of careful to avoid situations where the girls would compete or like they always give them the boy they like they don't fight over boys in these movies not i wouldn't say as a rule i'm sure it happens in the tv shows and stuff yeah but it's not common and then i realized oh my god i'm thinking a incentive for the switch is going to be that that Mary-Kate likes a boy that she knows likes Ashley. And they don't really go there. In fact, like, the switch is – it's kind of incidental that this guy wants to date one of them while they're switched. More so than, like, she was like, wait a second, there's this second angle. Because I thought, okay, now they each have a reason. You know what I yeah. mean? Emma just doesn't care. And so she's happy to switch to let her sister – be on the team she wants to be. But I thought it was going to be like, and this is perfect because now we have an opposite motivation. And they do it a little, but it's not explicit. She's not like, I want to pose as my sister to get this guy to like me. It's more of like a
1: sort of that thing where Ashley has skills that are important too. And Mary-Kate like uses those, like gets her help to like
0: access those skills. And they both admire and covet each other's talents, basically. It also, wait, it also made me think of
1: Passport to Paris because of the whole like the ultimate test where like, can he tell them? Okay? Yes. And I was like, and in this movie, it's like kind of the opposite of that, where honestly, like the, like he can't. And that's like a reason they continue to date. And I was like, this just keeps coming up for these twins. Like, in passport to paris it was like never date a boy that can't tell you apart from your twin sister and in this movie it literally was like she's gonna date this boy
0: that thinks she's his sister he seems indifferent to like yeah i mean it is it's a larger arc we'll talk about uh with the swap but it does kind of seem like he's like oh that was you i thought it was you but that's okay i'll take you it's like an interesting whichever one wants to go out with me yeah But one thing I do appreciate is they acknowledge in this movie that there's no world where they could pull one over on their parents. And they do have to tell their dad the truth and get their mom out of the way to pull this off. Because it's so kind of funny and frustrating to me in movies when it's like, yeah, and then we just tricked our parents who've lived with us for 13 years. And it's like, I mean, no chance. And even in It Takes Two, it's like, I guess dad doesn't spend that much time with her and he's away a lot and Diane isn't technically her mom. But I was like, no way. And in this movie, they at least bothered to make it a part of the plot to get their parents out of the way. I
1: also was interested in that because I just thought, like, I thought from remembering the movie that the point was going to be that we were tricking dad to, like, convince dad that Ashley's good at soccer to, like, earn his love. Oh, But we didn't do that at all.
0: But so after we realize she likes him, um, she has a crush. She's the only one that's established as having a crush. Normally, they go, here's two sisters. Here's two boys. Done and done. But in this one, it's like, all right, they've got different motivations. Like, they each are different. Um, So we're at soccer tryouts. We're at the co-ed thing. And mom basically puts her foot down. She's like, listen, the kid feels like shit. And I wrote down, poor mom, dad sucks. It's just like she (laughs) really is trying. And he's like, no, 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 no. They don't care. And I think ultimately I'm like torn here because ultimately I don't think they do care. I think once like you know, he curtails to his wife and he picks the less good soccer daughter for his team. And then he doesn't get a chance to pick the soccer daughter he wants to. again, Even though he tries all he can to get everybody else to, you know, draft other people so that both daughters are on his team, he messes it up and the good daughter goes to a, a, you know, a less good team, a team she doesn't want to play on. And I am kind of like, okay, so the daughter who loves soccer does get shafted here. And it is a little bit of a suspension of disbelief that this co-ed team would not let Both of these daughters play on their dad's team. I was like, they would just would. They'd be like, yes. Yeah, play
1: for their dad. I was thinking that too. Obviously they have to be on his team. Yes, yeah, and they
0: don't even have to be. They don't have to be if they but if they want to be, are you telling me this co ed league isn't gonna be like, okay, this just makes more sense? Like even practicality, like I like to think suburban yeah. parents have more sympathy for other parents to be like, Okay, both of these daughters can be on your team, like Jesus Christ. Obviously, yeah, you only wanna drive to one especially if yes. they like practice on
1: different days and yes. like the dad is already going. Like, just for carpool's sake, like let them be on the same team. And she wants to be on
0: her dad's team with her yeah. sister. I was to like, have okay, to play them
1: like that would be honestly like stressful as a kid. It I, it wouldn't have surprised me if they had let them work it out. But I also, when Ashley or when Mary Kate hears that they're integrating the league with to be co ed, she says, Oh my god, no more like yippy dippy girl leagues. I finally get to play like real soccer.
0: And I was I like, I saw that too. No. No, she (laughs) also hates women. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah.
1: Oh, so (laughs) nobody thinks girls can be athletes even though you, Mary Kate, are a female athletes. Even female athletes. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. But so yeah, Mary Kate gets drafted to this like a team that like clearly doesn't care
0: really about soccer. They also are fighting about these kids in front of them. There's like so many times where it's like, no, Nick, no and it's like they're sitting right there. They can hear you be like, oh, fuck, I got to take this kid? And it's like, it's played for laughs, but I'm also like, this scars Whoa, children. Yeah. I just know that it does. Absolutely. Like, I think the
1: with the parents, they're definitely doing that Disney thing where it's like, the parents are dumb. They're silly and that's played for laughs. You're not really supposed yeah. to believe them as like real adults that would like be
0: responsible for children. And I said this already, but it's like, Mary-Kate does get shafted. <laughs> like this plan that mom like looking out for Emma, it's like, they could have maybe consulted with Emma and Sam and been like, is this important? Like, I just don't think Emma wanted to be on dad's team enough to be like, too bad, Sam. You're the athlete that, like, cares about this. But, like, it it was just like, mm. But I was obsessed with the mean boy and Ashley from the first scene. He was so mean. It was so uncalled for. It. And I literally was like, oh, my God, this is where they're going to go.
1: And I just love that. Like She literally says, he's mean to me, but he's kind of cute. And I was
0: like, Ashley. Yeah. No. And they, they, they normally don't bother to give these girls separate routes and separate contexts for meeting crushes. Normally, they just show up in the same space at the same time. And at exactly the same time, they like. And there are
1: two boys there.
0: You know what I mean? Like the one that's set up for them. So I did appreciate that. I was like, wow, they're like, you know, they each have their own thing going on. But it reminded me of Billboard Dad that this guy is mean to her, kind of. And you're like, and I like, I mean, I know we could never decipher who the mean kid in Billboard Dad liked. But in this one, I liked that it was the girly one, the Ashley character.
1: Yeah, I also feel like the like romance for Mary-Kate is like her soccer. So
0: it's like she needs a
1: goal. And her goal is, like, getting this boy to like her. And, like, that's not – that's the thing Ashley's good at. So she doesn't need that as a goal. Her yeah. goal is, like, getting her dad to like her.
0: Yeah, switching goals. They're switching goals. They're switching
1: goals. Exactly. Um. So it's, like, there's a lot more focus on, like, Mary-Kate's romance with the, like, new cute boy in school. Whereas, like, Ashley, you kind of get the impression, like, is not that – is not, like, sweating – Boys like she yeah.
0: can get dates and is not worried about yeah, it. Yeah, I wrote they both genuinely covet each other's talents. And I think that's very charming. Yeah. Another thing I liked is like uh when MK does get assigned to the team she what doesn't want, basically, you know, I was like, oh no, here we go. More bullying stuff. We know the Olsons are like the way they tend to position these late 90s kids to make sure you know they're cool is that they're mean to other kids. It's so crazy. I didn't see it before. I see it so clearly now. But when MK goes to the other team, there's, like, a kid with a headset, kind of. And even though she's a little bit, like, these kids are weird, she, like, shares her pizza. And I was like, okay, so this is going to be a whole journey for Mary-Kate. You don't have – like, these kids are having fun, and maybe they aren't winning, but they're going to be her friends. And she's going to, like, enjoy maybe, like, not having the pressure of dad's attention and winning and all that stuff. They didn't quite go there, but I thought at the very least – There was an opportunity for her to be a bully or be mean or, like, point out that these kids are losers and freaks or whatever they usually do. Yeah. And she was nice to them. They seemed like nice kids in this movie. Yeah. But later on, there is a
1: moment where she comes back after having, like switched with her sister and they're all like we get why you didn't want to play with us and like we're cool with it and she's like cool that's really cool
0: of you guys and i was like no it's like kind of (laughs) rude no it's like not that cool of you to say but so they they hang out at this place tackies after soccer games And, like, early on in the movie, Dad is, like, actively keeping this kid from doing his homework. Where he's like, just one more round. I just beat you. He's beating an 11-year-old. And the kid's like, can I leave and go do homework? And he's like, one more round. And I'm like, Dad sucks so bad. I'm sorry. Like, absolutely. The need for
1: a grown man to get validation by being better than a child is, like.
0: Also, early in this movie, I I couldn't find it. I searched for it. I'm going to find it before this episode premieres. Mary Kate is wearing a T-shirt that I know I've seen on Willow Rosenberg of the Buffy. blue one. Oh my yes, god, the blue it was one sticking the out to one. me the entire movie. Me too. I was like, I can picture it. Might be Buffy, like maybe Buffy wore it, maybe. but I'm giving Willow for sure. But I gotta dig it up. I know for a fact, like same wardrobe department. I genuinely was like, was this on like a mood board? Like, did I have a poster of this? No, no, no. It's on Buffy. It's a Willow shirt. It's like got to be. I just recognized it. Like I knew where I'd seen it, and I have not found it, but I will. Mom is a good mom. I wrote that so many (laughs) times. Dad sucks mom. She really is like, you can't care about winning more than you care about hurting your daughter's feelings. And that point does not seem to sink into him for a while.
1: Basically, they come up with this idea. Like, Ashley's like, I'm bad at soccer and I don't want to keep being on dad's team, like, being bad at soccer. It's embarrassing. So they come up with this plan to switch places so that Mary-Kate can be play on the good team, and Ashley can play on the, like, not as good team, and then there's, like, no pressure for either of them, and they're both doing what they want.
0: Yeah, and Emma plays on this team for five
1: minutes before she's over it. She's like, I don't actually care about this. And I was like, but this completely defeats the purpose of, like, bonding with your dad. And I can understand that maybe that's not, like, Emma's like, this isn't the way to do that. that. Yeah, But I was like,
0: didn't ask for that. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't think they actually consulted. But when you go to your
1: dad, who knows that's why he put you on his team, and he's like, Oh, good, I can unload the responsibility of bonding with you. It was like, Someone made me do this anyway.
0: Contrary to my goal,
1: which is to beat 11 year olds. Like,
0: Yeah, exactly. He was like, Oh, cool, I don't have to get in trouble with your mom, but I can just lie to her. But I did write, Dad is a. Yeah. And I don't have to bond with you, which was too much work for me anyways. Well, he doesn't think he's not bonded with her. He doesn't think it matters that he's closer to one daughter because they share sports. And honestly, like, maybe that's true. Maybe they could share something else. I don't know why she needs to also become good at soccer for that. You know what I mean? I was just like, yeah, maybe you can let the daughter who wants to be on the good team be on the good team where the dad wants her to. I don't know. I mean, it's a whole meddling thing. I wrote down dad is at least hesitant. Like, I did actually feel like, yes, ultimately he wants to do what they're saying. That was his fucking hope is how it would turn out. But I do feel like he's like, this is going to get me in trouble. And I do feel like when it eventually comes out, he's like, this was not the girl's fault. This is my fault. Even though they repeatedly say, well, it was our idea. And he's like, nah, I'm the adult. Yeah. And I think that that is the right That's take. That's true. He does do that. I do think he comes around in the end. While they're doing this plan, they're at the store and Michael Sarah is also there. So this is the scene, the pop culture moment that we were waiting for. And I wrote down, Michael Sarah has delicate bone structure and is a brat. <laughs> he has twenty seconds. The
1: delicate bone structure line made me laugh right out loud. <laughs> he and he stole his the show. mom
0: is like, "Can you not be rude?" And he's like, "No. There's also just a lot of montages in this movie. There's a lot of okay, they've been assigned to the teams. twenty minutes of soccer play. Okay. We're deciding to switch twenty more minutes of soccer to play. Switch. Yeah to me it was just too much soccer and i know that sounds crazy for a movie <laughs> no, about doesn't. soccer but i was like let's do more at the cafeteria let's do more on and those at the library let's do more like stuff happening and it was just i just
1: also, Mary-Kate had, like, the most hilarious stunt double that didn't look anything like her. It took me a couple times to be like, oh, oh yeah. that little blonde girl is supposed to be Mary-Kate. Because <laughs> it simply wasn't. When they were practicing headers. Oh, every single time she was running down the field, it wasn't Mary-Kate. It was so funny.
0: It took me, like, a well, while I didn't notice like, a single-body double for Ashley, though. Is it possible that Ashley is actually... Well, I guess she didn't need to be good. Yeah, she was never playing soccer. <laughs> but I did... They don't mention it, but I did think each one of them like when when Ashley actually does good on the shitty team once they switch and by good i just mean she's as good you know as anyone else on that they're they're not as good a team yeah she gets celebrated as her sister and then when you know Mary Kate who's actually a good player is doing really well on the good team which everyone expected she also gets credit as her sister and people are chanting her sister's name and so i thought maybe there would be like a moment where it was like even if I'm the best player on a shitty team it would be nice if I was acknowledged that like that's me Mm -hmm. the same way it'd be nice if I'm the best player on the best team you know I always think that with these like switching like
1: switch up Tropes, I'm always like, this is gonna have like lasting impacts on the way you like move through the world that is just like absolutely never addressed. I know. Like next Jay, season, I, people I are gonna know. draft Emma and like think she's good at soccer. <laughs> she's not going to be. But while
0: they're doing this montage of them switched, and each of them is obviously being successful for the bar that is set. Uh, one of the coaches of the team, there's like a joke they slide in there, he's on the phone and he's just another one of these dads obsessed with winning. It's positioned as every one of these dads. Like, our dad is not special for being, like, competitive and annoying. Consumed by this little league team. Yeah. this This is how dads are. This is dads. And one of them, the, like, English guy, is on the phone. Is this important? Does this need to happen right now? And he says, fine, just go with the cesarean and hangs up the phone. And I was thinking, are we supposed to believe his wife is pregnant in the hospital and he's okaying? Go on. It's a cesarean. Which is terrible. But then I also thought maybe they're implying that he is, in fact, a doctor getting a work call. That's what I thought. I thought he was a doctor. Yeah. I mean, I think it could be read either way. The idea that his wife is in labor is a bit of a stretch. But, like, I yeah, I think it probably is supposed to be that he's a doctor. <laughs> and I laughed at it. Like, I get that it's goofy. And I think probably most kids would not get that joke or know what cesarean meant, that someone was getting a C-section while he was at the soccer game. But So I was like, I guess some of this humor is slid in for, for parents. Um, so they slide in an Alexi Lawless cameo, which was oh, like yeah. maybe something I was supposed to be like, it's Alexei Lawless. But I did not know who that was. <laughs> I was like, is e- that a big 90s name? And he's like the best
1: player and the, he's the best player playing right now. And I was like... I, I mean, let me know if Kansas City is, like, the best team in the world or it was in the early 2000s. But I was like, I just find it a real stretch that a guy's playing in on a U.S. team and he's the best player ever.
0: Well, that brings me around to a question from our pre-watch. Are they in the Midwest? Are they in Kansas City? They are in a town called Evansville. Evansville. I know. I think of Indiana. What do you think of? I think of
1: Indiana, too. Like, that's the only Evansville I know of, but I'm sure there are many. Yeah.
0: I think they're in Evansville, Indiana. I don't know. Like, is there a more famous? I just feel like they're in the Midwest. They don't mention it. I don't know, Connor. Is there an Evansville, California somewhere? Maybe. I mean, obviously, it's like the Springfield thing, right? Where it's like it could be anywhere, yeah. But when they said that, I didn't think I knew it. They were in Indiana, and we still don't actually know. But like, let's be real, this is a midwestern movie. One of their only, what, truly one of their only.
1: Honestly, the like, yeah, soccer league is the only thing going on in town. Is a very midwestern (laughs) sort of idea. Yeah, exactly, exactly.
0: Well, so she. I think again to my point about I thought part of them switching was now I've got a shot at this guy I know likes my sister. Which would
1: be so messed up, honestly.
0: But that's not. I know, like but at tough. least it's kid movie shit. Like at <laughs> least that's like, oh my God, like the each of. But so he sort of approaches who he thinks is Ashley, Emma, Ashley's character, and it's Mary Kate playing her sister. And asks her out on a date. Mary-Kate is the twin who likes him, so she's excited. But there's no real other side of that coin where she's bummed that he thinks he's asking his sister. You know what I mean? She's kind of like, oh, shit. I'm in, like, a a situation. And I I wrote down, I laughed. She said, looks like my stock is rising. I was was like, oh, LOL. (laughs) Comedian Mary-Kate has showed up in this movie. Although I was confused
1: because I was like... So earlier in the cafeteria, they're, like, talking about what they're going to do. Mary-Kate lets Ashley know she has a crush on this, like, new boy in school. And then Ashley's, like... She's in the Buffy shirt. She's in the Willow shirt. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. And Ashley's, like, let me, like, let's just walk up to him and introduce ourselves. So they do. Mary-Kate chickens out. So Ashley's the only one that introduces herself. Mm. So then when he comes up to her later, and honestly, throughout the movie, I was, like, it's actually really
0: unclear to me if he knows there are two of them. Oh, my God. That's such a good point. I didn't realize that. Like, he may not know. There, he may too not much. know. No, 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 no. When she first that we were talking about that scene, she gets out of the car. She like sadly looks at him, looking at her, but he doesn't look at her. He's looking at Ashley. I just, yeah. I mean, like maybe he does. It's a possible read. It's a possible read. It's it's a valid read because it is kind of unclear. Like she isn't bummed that he asked her sister out. Like I thought that would be like crushing. You yeah. know what I mean? But then I also was like,
1: well, of course he asked her out. He's the only one she's been introduced to. Like Ashley's the yeah, only one that that's introduced her. She bailed.
0: She bailed. I wrote down he looks like a young Noah Centineo. Yes, he did. So he asked her out and she's like, oh boy, what the fuck am I gonna do? And they do this scene where Ashley is teaching Mary Kate how to be her. Which again, I'm like, no one's gonna acknowledge that he she's trying or I th- to be. I honestly be-
1: only read that scene as like Trying to be, like, good on a date. Like, be great. Yeah, and no, a it was good
0: kid. on a date. It was ambiguous, though. Because she yeah. is pretending to be. Like, that's yeah. the thing. Is it necessary for her to pretend to be her sister? If it's not part of her incentive for switching, that Mary-Kate knows he likes her sister, is why not say to him, I'm Sam, actually, her sister, and we just have, like, pulled this ploy because it's a fucking soccer league and we don't care and our dad's, like, annoying and competitive, but, like, I would love to go out with you. Or, to clarify, maybe you don't want to go out with me and you do want to go out with my sister. It's not necessary to deceive you. Yeah. And I just thought it was interesting that she keeps it straight up. That's what makes me think when when Ashley is giving her these date tips, te- it is – these date tips, it is a little bit about he thinks I'm you. I, I just do think it is. Like, I and see another- your point. It's a valid read. It's yeah. ambiguous. But another
1: point to you is when she does come down the stairs and is like, OK, I'm ready to go on the date. I was surprised at how much like Ashley she was dressed up. Like I thought she was just going to be wearing a dress looking yeah. nice. But she is like in the costume of her sister. Well,
0: I thought we were going to get into a sticky situation because Ashley answers the door. He thinks he's talking to the date he's going to go on. And she is like, oh, no, you're you're supposed to be at Takis." And I thought, oh, no, they're really messed up because the girl that's supposed to be on the date with him isn't home. But she hadn't left yet. So it was actually just like a goofy and i'm like now you're telling me that seeing them back to back you wouldn't be able to tell it was funny he brought a single rose over though it was was cute a bachelor (laughs) so cute Honestly, if anything, it's an appropriate gesture. He's got two to choose from. He it's brought true, one rose. I mean, the metaphor is right there. He is literally he is The Bachelor. Literally the
1: bachelor. I will say they did keep it attention throughout the movie. Like, every time he was interacting with Ashley, I was like, is this... Are we doing a love triangle? Like, Ashley shows absolutely no interest in him ever. But I was like, are we going to do, like, a switcheroo where actually, like, he and Ashley end up going out but luckily we didn't
0: like one of the tropes i truly hated seeing in this but i get it is that ashley warns her not to eat pizza because it's not a cute food and i feel like they've done cute food before like that is a thing (laughs) where it's like gross like you're gonna look gross eating in front of him so she orders a salad even though she wants pizza yeah. And they, she does the thing about like string cheese hanging from your chin. Not a good look. And then she repeats it. And I feel like that is a Mary-Kate and Ashley thing that we've seen people put in like our comments that are like, oh, that's like uh, that's when I remember that's like, oh, my God, the string cheese thing. And it's just not familiar to me. But watching this, like this is where it's from. And it's like a bit that they do that that would be so unattractive
1: yeah. so much
0: so that the boy is like, do I have cheese hanging from my chin? And she's like, no, 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 not you. Ha ha, I could never be embarrassing with you. It's just that we girls have to worry about that sort of thing. And I was like, God, I hate this. Like, I wasn't shocked to see it, but I do hate
1: it. It was pretty cute when Mary-Kate, like, parrots it back to him because she's like, this is, like, a helpful piece of
0: advice. Like, I don't know Aww, what to say to you. Yeah, and then he's like, sweet. what? And she's like... <gasps> It was, yeah, it was sweet. Like, she's nervous. And I didn't love, I mean, I don't know where I stand on it because they also kind of make it seem like she beats him at a lot of sports and that he starts to, like, disengage because of it. And that so much so that, like, when they walk home, she's, like, checking him on the count of times that she won, which I was like, maybe that was unnecessary, Mary Kate. But then later, like when I tell you I was crushed when he's like, "Uh, so I'll see ya," And she's like, see ya," And she thinks she blew it. And so do you. I mean, you were on that date. We as the audience were on that date. Yeah. It seemed like she blew it. She was being weird. She was being authentically like insecure, freaked out. Like she just you're just like, girl, you're blown. You're boffing it. You are boffing it. Mm-hmm. And then at the end, it seems like she blew it. But then when he ultimately likes her they just don't explain that like oh you just misread the situation yeah. like it's just like It's like, like I oh, think really? you're
1: supposed to get I like they kind of didn't do one or the other like I thought it was either going to go like he goes out with Mary Kate and then he like knows the real Mary Kate and that like makes him like her which is like always what they do with these like switching roles like movies you know what I mean there's always like and then once he knows the real her he likes that better than he would have liked the real Ashley yeah but it's like they didn't really do that on the date no but then they also they didn't. didn't do the thing where it's like he and Ashley get together so
0: it was like just very weird honestly that's what I'm saying it always kind of seems like he's a little indifferent to who whoever he's talking to because she wasn't being I guess she was kind of being herself but like she's pretending to be her sister on the date so does mm-hmm. he still like Ashley like you know what I mean Mm -hmm. You get it. Mom is figuring it out. Mom catches the sister at the library that's supposed to be at soccer practice. I wrote down Mm -hmm. they have like the law and order score in this movie. It's like, wow, wow, wow. it's It's like, yeah, it's very TV movie. (laughs) Truly. Why? 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 Dad gets in so much fucking trouble, and so do the daughters. And dad really is being, like, a little bit of a prick prioritizing that, like, we will deceive your mom on a daily basis in order yeah, for me to, like, like win I'm this in. championship. But I think mom also needs to recognize that she projected this thing where it matters to the girlier daughter. Like, the girlier daughter literally was relieved to have an opportunity not to play on the hard team. And I just feel like, why can't that be respected? I don't know that I think that's true, because it's, like, it th- in the very first
1: scene... Ashley goes up to her mom and is like, dad will never pick me to be on her team. And it was like crushing. She was very sad. And so it's like it followed for me that mom was like, you need to do something about this.
0: Yeah, but that's a wheelbarrow race. That's not a season long commitment of a soccer team. Like it's a wheelbarrow race. Yeah, but I do think the dad does ultimately like
1: realize that he's not trying hard enough with Ashley. And he like tries to make amends with that.
0: Yeah, but I just don't love that that's like but there's still the only way to do it is via sports. Cause dad only cares about sports. We're not gonna ask Dad to care about a new thing. Yeah. You know that's true. Yeah. Um, so when they do get caught, I was like shocked that they didn't just switch them back. They go to like the disciplinary committee and he has to like lose their four and all the dads are in the room being like, you've betrayed Willard, and there's a disciplinary committee, and this will cost you. And it's like, why? I get that mom is like, this is appropriate and it's fucking up the girls. Like, they cannot pretend to be each other. Although they do say switching is switching places is our birthright, which I thought was so funny. <laughs> but the whole disciplinary, like, we need to take this to the league, like, it was just like, why? Like, sh- Like, all of this matters way too much. Yeah. I mean, I was surprised that we took that route because
1: so often people just switch back and it doesn't matter but the mom kind of plays like a no you're like being
0: dishonest you're like being a bad person you need to like make it right with your friends oh god but i mean i i did like that once they swap them back to like almost level it out that like her dad has no the dad has no give a shit or concept for like fairness or treating the daughters equally but when she steps up to be the assistant coach on the other team i do think that's her genuinely attempting to be like no one daughter is getting more parental attention. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, okay, yeah. you have to go back to the other team. I knew you didn't want to be on. But then Al assistant coach. Now each of us have a kid. Like that is just mom doing OT. That's mom doing overtime on making sure these ki- kids aren't hurt. That's mm-hmm. OT that dad just isn't doing. He feels bad for being dishonest, I think. And he definitely like works to bond with Emma once he's stuck with her back on the team. But it's mom yeah. who then like takes up a whole other after school activity You know, I know. And I thought she was busy on Saturdays. I thought she had a like a work thing. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) They do away with that. They totally when that's not convenient. They do away with that. I liked that mom starts to coach
1: the other team. She's honestly like really mad at dad. And I was glad that he wasn't like let off the hook. And then it's like mom ends up being good at coaching and she ends up finding like a different way to do it. That is like arguably more successful than the way that dad did it. Um, so I was, like, honestly into that second half storyline where mom joins the team.
0: Okay, let's talk about the way that they signal Mary-Kate as being sporty is with the bandana. Oh, yeah, for the sure. The different color bandanas through the entire movie. And it's, like, I just wonder if Mary-Kate was not just, like, so ahead of her fashion time that she was, like, this is my vibe, this is a look. Because it's, it's like, throughout. But they get busted. They switch back. But it's like the dad doesn't truly
1: feel bad until he goes to a poker game with his friends. And then all of his friends are like, you really like lied to all your friends. Like what makes a person a bad person? And it's like they start going around this poker team and all the guys are like, who wouldn't have done it? Who wouldn't have done it? Who wouldn't have lied to their wife? And then there's like a beat and they're all kind of like, eh, that's not good. And then they're like, who wouldn't betray their friends to win a soccer league? And then they all kind of go, eh, that's not good until the dad really kind of like feels bad. And I was like, one good. But two, it's interesting that like it took this poker scene for the dad to like realize that he was it's not such acting. Such a right. guilt
0: trip. I, I <laughs> didn't get it. I didn't get the guilt trip. I was like, truly who cares? <laughs> like I like I wouldn't even have like I don't know. Maybe I'm exposing myself, but, like, who cares? I mean, I do think that this movie is sillier.
1: Like, the stakes are lower, for sure. But it's like, no, you shouldn't be lying to your wife. Like, no, you shouldn't, like,
0: let your daughter. No, the wife thing is the only one that's like, come on, dude. I don't know. I guess I just didn't see the need for the deception. Every they were right that like everyone wanted the ultimate. so just like make it happen. Like call the fucking league and be like, What's I'm still about? like I don't not know. I convinced just convinced like, about the
1: Ashley thing though. Like I get that she was bored and didn't like doesn't care about soccer, but I feel like that's just ignoring the real point of it, which is that like even if you let Mary Kate play on the team, you haven't like the dad didn't doesn't do any work to like support his daughter, which is all the mom was really asking. Like, he
0: just takes the cheap way out of that. I think they overcorrected making them play on the teams they didn't want to play on. It was just like, this doesn't help either. And it's just like, none of this was necessary.
1: Dad yeah, but just by the end of the, the movie, t- Ashley being on the dad's team does bring them closer. And it helps Ashley find the thing that she's good at in soccer. And it, like, helps her gain confidence. And it makes them closer. So, actually, Ashley being on the dad's team, like, was kind of Was ultimately good. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I guess. You're totally right. Like, that is a good payoff. I guess I was just like, but what if she just stayed bad at soccer then? She needs to find a way that she's good at soccer to bond with her dad? Like, that was the part where it's like, why doesn't dad take up shopping and fashion?
1: I think that's a really good point,
0: yeah. Why is his, his interest the only way to connect with him? It is his job to take up something that his daughter's interested in. Like, okay, you and Mary Kate share this bond. Now it's your literal duty to find something you share with your kid. She doesn't need to find a way to be good at your thing.
1: Yeah, or the idea that, like, as the writers, that she's, like, secretly good at soccer the whole time, so it's, like, no need to worry. She is valuable.
0: Also, like, if I'm a kid and I'm watching this and I'm not good at soccer, so then where's the happy ending for me? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I didn't find a way to make my dad love me. Yeah, exactly. As a kid that literally was never good at soccer. Yeah, like, you don't get receive love until you, like, I don't know. I mean, I wasn't totally mad at the message of this. It's, like, keep working at something and everyone finds a way that's specific to them that they can succeed at something. Like, that's not, I'm not mad at it mm-hmm. but i was just like so dad does not need to change, grow and change or all. grow yeah. or like yeah okay so they switched back mom joins the worst team as the assistant coach and there again is just more and more and more montage of them playing i just was like truly tuned out Like, this is how you know that I was
1: not born to, like, be competitive or give a shit about sports. When they start doing the, like, conga line to work out or whatever, I was like, I want to be on Like, I would much rather be on this team. Like, this looks way more fun. They're eating pizza. Like, he's like, oh, to coach, you just, like, tell a joke. And I was like, this is how you know... That I have, like, teenage, like young kid being forced to be on a soccer team trauma. I was like, I would much rather be on this team. This guy seems
0: fun. And forced? all these people seem fun. Would you say you fun. were forced to be on a soccer team? I remember loving soccer.
1: Oh, no. I hated it. And I was made to do it for my entire childhood.
0: <laughs> I was a like, soccer co-captain in middle school. Shout out to Miss Anna Harrigan, my co-captain. Oh, shout out to her. She may text me after this and be like, that's incorrect. You remember that wrong.
1: I <laughs> she was like, we were not co-captains. <laughs>
0: I remember having a legitimate conversation with my own father, like
1: probably multiple times of me being like, Dad, this is another Saturday where i just wasted by playing soccer, which I am very bad at. And him being like, you made a commitment to the team. And I'm like, ugh. I
0: know. The commitment <laughs> thing was always their bag, truly. As it should be. As it should be. And now as an adult, I'm like, no, Dad, you made a commitment to the team. I didn't sign up to be on this That's team. how I always felt, too. It's like, who told them I would do this? You and me?
1: You, it was you. <laughs>
0: If they had asked me, I would have said no. I absolutely remember the day that I got my 13-year-old girl, period, my first ever. And I was supposed to have a Little League soccer game that day. Mm. And I was like, mom. It can't, I can't. It, this has happened, and my mom was like, "Oh, honey, you don't stop doing stuff. You have to do." This is <laughs> what just the new world. We it. gotta just suffer through. <laughs> and I remember being like shocked that the expectation was that I would still go to soccer in my state, and mom being like, "Oh, honey, this is a lifetime of this. It doesn't matter. <laughs> like you, you may not feel well or you may be uncomfortable, but." All of your, no one is making exceptions for you for that. Like you're going to soccer. That was a true formative memory of mine. Yeah. And
1: it stays true when I actually believe that I deserve compensation for bleeding monthly. It stays
0: (laughs) true. I know. Thanks. I know. Thanks for that one. It stuck (laughs) with me. So after they've switched back, the crush, again, the crush does not realize they've switched back or realize they switched at all. So now he asks Emma out. Even though he's been on a date with Sam, he asked the correct twin he thinks he's asked out, Emma, on a second date. And now I don't know why in this moment she doesn't say, oh, actually, you didn't go out with me. Mm -hmm. I mean, maybe she doesn't want to blow up Sam's spot. But it's like, so then she has to, like, agree to a second date, let her sister know she's earned a second date. But who is he asking out? At this point, yeah. they actually don't know because, mm-hmm. sure, I guess he's only had a date with Sam, but did that date go so well or is he building off his previous crush, his long-standing crush he's had on the first twin? So they agree they need to tell him the truth, that, that it's like yeah. this is just too much, which, like, thank God, Ashley's like, dog, you cannot continue to date this guy because Mary-Kate's completely prepared to just go on a second date as Emma. And it's like, what good does that do? Why, how does that serve us? Yeah, Honestly, I think key. it's pretty
1: cute when Ashley's like, when he's like, okay, see you
0: then. And she goes, easy for you to say as he like <laughs> turns Yeah, I know. Waves. That was funny. There's a re- some really funny under their breath stuff. And they go, she go. they go to school and it's like, this is your opportunity to tell them. And of course, Mary Kate is like really awkward with boys and Ashley's like, just do it. Like man up. You know what I mean?
1: Honestly, I laughed out loud at this quote too, where Ashley said, where she's like, how can I tell him? How can I possibly tell him? And Ashley's like, just talk about other stuff. Just like talk about like the weather or whatever. And then you just like slide it in there.
0: And <laughs> like what good advice for badness? I love (laughs) that she's like, they're so distractible. It's so easy to like, just don't, they don't think that hard. Like it'll be fine. Just slide it in there. The real time switch is cute. Like when she comes out and she's like, fuck, I fucked that up. I'm too nervous. You do it. And they swap jackets. She's like, God damn it. Give it to me. All right, (laughs) let me go. And it's so funny. But when she sits down, she has no idea. To be fair, I think you could have so much easier pulled this off that they had a two minute conversation. It's not like asking about the weather is like, oh, you already said that it was like such a gotcha thing where she was like you said you liked sun now you like snow and I was like I don't know that this would be this easy to to figure out
1: I agree. I also was like, you can't tell
0: them apart, point blank. You're not going to do it because she said she likes sun once and now she's saying she likes snow. I was like, what? (laughs) Also, I was just in general. I was like, Ashley, why are you offering opinions? Like, you don't need to carry a conversation on with this kid. Just tell him and get out. (laughs) Yeah. You have been tapped to execute. Yeah. Not you. She already did laid the groundwork of the small talk. You have been tapped to press the button. But they keep, like, bumping into the plates and stuff. And Mary-Kate's out of control. And Ashley's come help her. It's a whole thing. Yeah. And he busts them. And he's so betrayed. Yeah. Why? He's, like, very angry. I mean, not why. I get it. But you guys didn't carry on a six-month love affair. This is junior (laughs) high. And you went to tacky's for the afternoon. And he's so angry to the point where I was like, oh, calm down. Who – what, what trespass has been done? Yeah. Do you can't even. You don't know the
1: difference between these girls. Yeah, I mean, the look on his face was like pure betrayal, and I was like, "This is way more aggressive than anyone else in this movie has has gotten." Like the level of anger this kid is giving is like disproportionate to the theme. Yeah, to the like vibe of the it movie. was
0: crazy. Yeah, I was like, "You're fine, dog. You are fine." <laughs> are we crazy? We never have any sympathy for these teenage boys. I just don't. I, I, did they hurt you? I, I don't know. I don't think so. I get, you know what I think would have been so much more authentic is just what the fuck is going on? Yeah. Like, yes, I think you have earned the right to be like, y'all are wacky as fuck. Who but am to I be going like, out with? lied to me, uh, did, uh, uh, <laughs> calm down. Calm
1: down. There were a lot of other factors at play that were more important than what was going on with you. But also then they just kind of like put the, push this to the side. Like, Mary-Kate's like upset, but then we just kind of like. Don't really deal with the aftermath of it.
0: No, I noticed that that twice, actually. After the first date and it's bad, they do like 30 minutes of soccer montage. And I'm like, so (laughs) that just was a bad date. And then when he wants to go out with her again, it's brought back up and this whole thing. And he's betrayed. And then it's just back to soccer montage. There is like 40 uninterrupted moments of minutes of soccer montage in this movie. I don't know. You soccer heads out there must. It it was for you guys. It was for you guys. (laughs) I could have done without. We're getting into the finals. We're getting into the tourneys. And mom, miss it, Mr. oh, it takes so much to be a coach. You have to be all these things. Mr. triple threat, who didn't think mom could do it, got the Hurricanes to the finals. So they're playing against the good team, dad's team. So it's mom and dad against each other. And they have a couple scenes of interaction where it's like they're weird to each other. They're like in a bit. They're fighting. Yeah. Yeah, they're fighting. And I'm like, again, what? <laughs> but also is? mom has a
1: great coaching moment where it's like the team's losing and she's trying to figure it out. And then she like comes up with this play that involves the kids like headgear and then it involves the other kids like helmet. And I was like, this is great. This is like a legitimately a good coaching moment that, where it's like using the aspects of these children that makes them unique to make them a yes. good soccer team. And I was like, low key mom's a better coach than dad because dad hasn't looked at. Oh, yeah. The kids on his team doing that. And mom has brought these kids from, like, the laughing stock of the league to now they're in the finals. Like,
0: low-key mom's a star. Well, he has no interest in their personal growth. He doesn't care. I, I mean, I just don't think it- it's like... Yeah, I mean, you don't have to convince me dad sucks. He's trying to win. Yeah. And that's the difference. Yeah, mom rules, dad drools for sure. But I wrote down during this tourney stuff, she's sitting next to the kid with the helmet. To your point, and I just wrote down, mom is flirting with helmet kids? Because <laughs> I, I literally was like, what is this... And ultimately, it's her having her husband's voice in her head that says you have to be their therapist yeah. you have to be their friend or whatever and she's trying to figure out like okay you you get bullied which is hilariously like news to the kid which I, <laughs> I loved know, that I mom loved was, that. Like, he was like okay no, you're a fucking dork I can see it from a thousand <laughs> miles away you definitely need some adult intervention like you are for sure I should be spending some time with this kid and he's just like what do they call me like totally oblivious I thought it was funny, <laughs> it was so funny. and she was like enjoy the game but I didn't understand what was going on at first I was like what is she's like so what I was like mom slide back a yeah. couple inches did you notice this she goes like do
1: your siblings make fun of you and he goes I don't have oh, any siblings. I wrote it down and then she goes does do your friend does anyone make fun of you and he goes my brother can and the mom has no reaction to
0: that <laughs> yeah. like I don't know lady what you're talking about I-, I loved that I thought that was so funny but okay so we're getting into the tournament and like I think an an angle of this that I kind of wish was, like, how they ended it that was, like, is more to our point about how, like, dad actually doesn't explore any way to connect with Ashley except her becoming good at sports. But he starts to put her in as what he calls a screen. And it becomes mm-hmm. her job to just distract the boys on the team from the yeah. plays. And I was, like... Well, you could argue that, like, why is dad using his, like, cute little daughter that way? I get you. I get you. But suspending that, I was like, but do you see how they've created a way that she is good at this sport by being herself? That she is, like, flirty and cute and popular and you can put her in front of a 13-year-old boy and he will be so fucking scrambled in the brain that they win. And it's like, so she didn't, like – Again, need to be – it was, like, the legally blonde thing where it's, like, no, knowing about a perm and hair care is what made you win. You know what I mean? I almost – I really do prefer that than when it's, like, ultimately if we found a way that she could change to be the daughter that dad wanted instead of ultimately dad came to appreciate that her skills in a totally other arena are what make her valuable. Or or that, like, it's not important that she be good at this in the way you expect – Totally. It reminded me
1: of the scene in um, the first movie that we watched, It Takes Two, where she plays the, like, charades game, and then she faints, and that's, like, what makes her win the entire thing. exactly. And it was, like, coming through. Yeah, like, just by being
0: yourself, you're, like, succeeding in these different situations that you're put in. They just don't... They don't stick it there, though. They don't leave it there. Like, they... They don't. They do both. Oh, my gosh. She's a goalie. Yeah, and I agree that you didn't really need that. Yeah. And, like, I'm not mad at that either. I think that's, like, her and her sister start to practice together now that they're both in the finals. And Mary-Kate, by way of encouraging Ashley to try hard, does stumble upon a way that Ashley is genuinely good. But honestly, I'm like, the dad could have done that. Like, worked with her a little bit. Now that we're talking about it through it out, maybe I am not that mad at it because they they do both. They, they're like, it doesn't matter you're not good at this. You can use your natural talents and stuff. But then... Because Mary Kate doesn't give up on her, because she continues to push her and practice her, that's who uncovers that she is actually good at it, and it's not dissimilar to Ashley pushing and practicing with Mary Kate to be able to talk to boys. You know what I mean? So I'm I, maybe I'm not that mad at it.
1: I agree that it's like a good sister moment, but I do think like to your earlier point, we could have had that be dad. Like it's good to build the bond with yeah. the sisters, but at the end yeah. of the day. It's the dad's job to find what makes Ashley good at soccer. And he does find something, but he could have put her in goal. How hard is that? There's only like three positions on a soccer field and he just never tried that one. Like, and then at the end of the movie, Mary Kate has to really advocate for Ashley and be like, no dad, she isn't confident enough to tell you, but she is good at this and you should do it. And that's a great sister moment. I loved it. I was like, Mary Kate, oh my gosh. But it doesn't do the dad any favors, honestly. Although I will say the funniest moment comes from Ashley being the screen when she just walks up to the guy and she goes, hi, my name is Emma and I'll be your screen today. I love it. I that's what I mean. Out like, loud.
0: That's really her. And she didn't need yeah. to just be good at sports overnight. The funeral guy shows up before the tournament. He's the sponsor of the worst team. And I think it's supposed to be like pointing out the juxtaposition between like the sports store guy owns the winning team and this like goofy, crazy mortuary mortician guy owns the bad team. But it was like, but we've already done jokes this whole movie about how they're the worst team. It seems odd that the mascot comes in at the end to remind you that this is just a team of freaks. You know, it was like. Who invited him? Yeah, and he's, like,
1: scaring the kids. Yeah,
0: and mom is, like, that's enough. Why is this bit going on for so long? It's, like, It goes odd. on for so long. Okay, can I say the greatest moment of the movie? The only moment yeah. of the movie where I was, like, "Oh," And I really thought it was, like, yes. It's when dad says, okay, Ashley, you know, Emma, mm-hmm. we're going to put you in goal. Only when the goalie's arm gets broken or whatever, the mean boy who we were Mm -hmm. pushing for Ashley, (laughs) his arm gets broken and dad's like, we're going to put you in goal. And she says, are you sure, dad? That seems really serious. And he says back, no, honey, brain surgery is serious. This is just a soccer game. And I got to tell you, if my ass hasn't been thinking that since the first minute of this movie, (laughs) why is this being taken so seriously? Like, they... That, mm-hmm. to me, was the moment for that. And I was like, oh, that's the right answer. You need to yeah. say to your kid, not you're going to win. You're going to succeed. You're going to do, don't worry, don't worry. You're going to win. I'm sure that was just a bad, mad time. Say, it doesn't matter if you're bad at this. That's what you should say. Yeah. You
1: don't have, like, a secret talent at it. It's not that serious
0: if you're not good at it. It's not that serious. Try and have fun. If you want to be out here every Saturday and you want to be practicing and getting better, I'm here with you. And if you don't. Cool. I'm glad you tried it. I hope you had fun. That, I just think, is a better...
1: I don't know. I agree, and that's why I'm like, Dad does come around at the end. Maybe
0: we would be Olympic athletes otherwise, but...
1: Yeah, my desire to not take soccer, that seriously, does keep me from being an Olympic athlete. But I do think that that's how you can say that Dad does come back around at the end to, like, really prioritize his relationship with Ashley, um, I just – for me, it took too long.
0: Yeah. And then at the very end, they tie. Ashley blocks one of Mary Kate's goals and they tie. And I did think, okay, this is the one part they actually don't take seriously enough because it is the tournament and someone would be playing OT. I'm sorry. Like they wouldn't be yeah, like – yeah. We decided to call it a draw. So you're telling me you can't fudge the draft so that both of these preteen daughters are on their father's team. And yet you're cool to leave it with no winner for the tournament. I was like,
1: <laughs> I know the dad just gets to decide that and be like, ah, I don't want to and walk away with the mom hand in hand. I know. Like-
0: it was cute though. It's a really cute resolution. I think it gets really meandering in the middle. I think there's so much soccer again. I just, like, tuned (laughs) out. It's like, I guess there's supposed to be, like, physical humor and, like, funny things are happening during the soccer. But it seemed like there was five or six scenes where stuff happens, punctuated the entire movie with just soccer montages. Yeah,
1: it's a cute resolution. I was glad. I was glad that nobody won. Like, as Mary-Kate was, like, rushing Ashley, I was like, how are you not both kind of hoping that Ashley just gets this out? And then it's a, like, before the game even starts, they say to each other, hopefully it'll be a tie and mom and dad will, like, stop. Fighting, And I was like, that is kind of the only resolution where it's like all good. So I was glad that that happened and everybody kind of gets their moment to shine. And like in the end, Ashley is like the star of the day, which is like good for her. And like mom and dad are back together. (laughs) They're like, they've both like learned something new about themselves. Not that they broke up. One more thing that happened before the movie wrapped up. The boy comes over to... Mary Kate and he's like oh yeah you're right I had fun and I still want to go out and it's like tight and then Ashley ends up with the goalie that broke his shoulder and he literally says to her maybe I'm still woozy but you're not so bad and she's like oh no no no, yeah
0: (laughs) she's he says I always thought you're kind of cute and he's like not even nice to her as he says it even in this moment he's like I must be deranged but I think you're cute (laughs) yeah it was weird I was like I was rooting for you here's what i think i need to let go of the notion that i'm gonna see a like any kind of like emotionally authentic connection with any of the boys because each one of them i'm like oh my gosh i want to be excited about this crush look mk likes him first like you know what i mean and then it's like by the end of this movie the bully who i thought they were going to make two-dimensional they or who i thought they were going to make three-dimensional they didn't he's two-dimensional the whole movie um is, like, not that nice to her when he admits he likes her. And she's like, cool, a crush. And I'm like, okay, so that's insignificant. And then also the cute boy who's a character throughout the movie that Mary-Kate likes ultimately is like, I didn't really care that you switched, and now maybe we can go out. And it's like, so you're led to believe that that afternoon he spent with Mary-Kate was – did mean something to him? Or maybe he was just like, well, I don't really care which one it was. I just – I didn't know either of them. I don't know. It's fine. I don't know why I'm, like – they could have pushed the emotional connect, And it's like, why? They're 13. Yeah,
1: maybe. They are pretty young and, like, it doesn't have to be, like, a love connection. But I honestly was really attached to the boys in Passport to Paris. So I feel like that kind of set the bar. Yeah. And I know yeah. where we're going with winning London. And I know, like, even Holiday in the Sun, like, we're going places with some of these characters. And it's, like, obviously not going to be Titanic. But, like, yeah. we could enjoy them
0: a little bit more than we enjoyed them in this movie, I It's think. so crazy, though, because I was watching this and I thought... When did they do all this? Two of a Kind has two seasons, a full season Mm -hmm. run. And it's like, did they shoot that in in two weeks? Like, I don't understand how there's so much content from the same year, from the same amount of time. I mean, maybe they could have shot this movie in a weekend, honestly. I I wouldn't be shocked. to be honest,
1: I think that probably was the case. But it's like, they were... Like, hardworking girls, that's why they're such icons now, why there's so much content for us to go through, is because just how much they were pumping out
0: every year. And I feel like it was... There's just no one era because I was going to say I feel like this and then again when they're on their second TV show and they're a little older are the times I think of where they're churning out maximum content. But that's not even true because there's so much of them when they're little that we're not even touching because the catalog is so huge. And it's like all of that was being done in tandem and back to back to back to back, too. So it's like really you can't point to a break they had. Yeah. Until until they retire, honestly. Until they retire. Well, okay, so do you have thoughts on the rate on rating the movie? Um
1: I will say this. This is one thought that I have that's not necessarily a traditional rating, but like in the past we've really commented on how funny Mary Kate is. And mm-hmm. I feel like in this movie, Ashley was really given a lot to be funny, and it was good to see she nailed it. She was really funny in a lot of scenes. Some of the like laugh she out loud is things funny. were from her.
0: And she's so sympathetic to her sister. I don't feel like she, like, teases her that she's not good at this. Like, I just think she's so cute. And she is the one that's like, girl, grow up. You need to tell the boy you like the truth. Like, I I appreciated (laughs) her for sure. And she, we know she owned Passport to Paris. So... I think if anything can be said when they're really young and someone commented, I don't know if this is true. I have not fact checked it. That's just not this kind of this. This just isn't that kind of podcast. But someone (laughs) did say that on Full House, Mary Kate was given the funny scenes and Ashley was given the serious scenes because they just Mm -hmm. excelled that young at the different things. And I think if anything can be said Mary Kate at a much younger age was giving a lot more personality but now that they have you know and they're only 12 here 13 yeah, they so you can't say that that Ashley doesn't bring it as much as Mary Kate and I would like to yeah. put that on the record cuz I have had a lot that- of shit to talk
1: yeah that honestly sheds a lot of light about the characterization in it takes two because they do have ashley doing the like i miss my mom like emotional scenes and they give mary kate all the funny stuff
0: to do that actually makes perfect sense and they're both good at both i just think that the comedian is always going to be the one that you remember but ashley does do all of the heavy lifting in terms of diane and missing my mom and you're so Mm -hmm. right So it's very interesting to watch back-to-back and, like, I'm so glad we're doing this and just see how they change and grow – the limitations mm-hmm. they're given and the roles they're given and what they do with them. I mean, it's fucking worth talking about. We've said from the jump. <laughs> but, um, okay, so I'm going to say surreal, not that surreal. This is probably the least surreal of any of the movies we've watched so far. This movie, as silly as the coaches and stuff are, and as silly as the mortician, if the mortician is as silly as a mary movie gets, this is a pretty much grounded in reality movie. They go to a regular-ass junior high school. They're on a regular-ass coach co-ed team they actually when they switch have to consider that their parents will know them apart which is a refreshing element of realism i would say this is like a two on the um bat shittery scale i just didn't think that it was seemed grounded in reality
1: i don't agree i think (laughs) honestly the entire character of the dad was like so annoying cartoonish to me yeah annoying and then he had that like sidekick that was like pure cartoon i like really didn't vibe with him and that aspect of it the idea that like everyone in town is like appalled that girls should be allowed to play soccer and that's like the the plot of the movie just like up for me like even when they were in paris (laughs) like basically having free reign of a foreign city i was like this makes more sense to me than the world of like these absolute
0: cartoon dads like running this town I guess, but you have to consider that, like, in Passport to Paris, those CGI scenes and stuff, it's, like, none of that silly stuff is in this movie. Yeah, like, this that's is, true. This is, like, that's an true. ABC directed tv we li- we're a regular family in the Midwest. Like, mm-hmm. I get you the dad is silly, but I think if we are going to look at this as a whole picture, this has got to be a, one of the – I would say this is the least surreal of the movies we've watched so far. I think it's definitely, like – The
1: situations that they're put in are the least surreal, but I think the characters are way more surreal in this than they were in some of the other ones that we've watched already. Yeah. Um, I I miss Jeremy.
0: There was no Jeremy. I miss
1: Jeremy. I was waiting for, like, a standout adult that was really giving Disney Channel movie where, like, the adults are Are thing. I know. I was like, where's the, like,
0: cool babysitter? Where's the, like, someone... Yeah. I mean... Like, a coach to connect
1: with one of these girls. Like, but... Um so I think my rating is going to be I'm going to give it like a 5.
0: On so I think real? I'm rating
1: cuz I'm thinking about my other ratings and all of them are pretty high.
0: So it's like you yeah. think
1: you're staying I on the this lower end?
0: Yeah. I stick with two. So I'm if
1: I'm thinking about where it sits with the other movies from my previous ratings, I'm going to give it a 5.
0: I'm going to give it that score on watchability. I think it was not terrible. I think it started out with a lot more promise than ended up. Like, 20 minutes into this, I texted Jay and was like, wait, I love this one. And she was like, mm, keep watching. And I think that was exactly <laughs> how I felt. I think I yeah. get excited when they're not so, like, stilted and wooden and awkward as so much of Billboard Dad is. And it was such a relief that Passport to Paris was so good that I think I was, like, primed to be like, yay, this one – I. But it just gets meandering, and it doesn't really get to a point well enough. But it's highly Mm -hmm. watchable. They're cute in it. They're funny in it. They seem like real sisters. I mean, I Mm -hmm. think, yeah, I think I'm going to give it a five. It's not my favorite. I don't think it's a memorable one, which is why we quite literally don't remember it. But I think, I'm yeah, I'm sticking it right in the middle.
1: I am gonna agree honestly and give it a five as well. I think it is pretty watchable and I can really imagine if you watched it a lot as a kid, watching it as an adult would be like there are parts of it that I think would really be nostalgic for you to watch now. I can totally see if someone loves this movie. Um, but I do think it was watchable. The plot doesn't like fully make sense. Um, but honestly, the long, I had the exact opposite reaction with you. When I started, I immediately was like, oh, this movie's like going to be bad. This is going to be a billboard dad situation with like the mom and the turban and the dad acting crazy. But then the longer (laughs) I watched it and I kind of like shed some of my expectations from Passport to Paris and was like, just kind of along for the ride a little bit more. And I was like, this isn't so bad. Like, I like the mom. I love the sister bond. Like there was a little bit too much soccer, but I like loved all the, like the Island of Misfit Toys team. Like...
0: You there know, what? I like the Island of Misfit toys team, too. I don't think they give them a, n-
1: enough to do enough to do the helmet kid. I loved the helmet kid. So it's like I did end up liking it more than I liked it in the beginning. So I would give it about a five. It's not going to be my favorite, but I would yeah, be like, don't watch this. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I think it's an important part, but for me, when it comes out so close to Passport to Paris that they're like practically indistinguishable on the timeline, I'm going to say Passport to Paris every time. A 100%. a 100%. They really tone down the fashion element in this movie. I get that Ashley is still fashion obsessed and she dresses her up and stuff, but when you compare to the California set movies, yeah. it's a less of a thing in this one. They're in uniform a lot of the time, besides the Willow shirt, like... I do feel like they dress them like Midwestern teens. Ashley has a set of killer shades that she trades back and forth with her sister, and I was like, these shades are killer. I don't know. Tell us what you think. I felt like fashion was maybe taking a backseat in this one. I think they were using it more to distinguish the girls than they have in the past.
1: Usually they're kind of like, I guess maybe in um, It Takes Two they were doing that, but... Usually they kind of have them dressed kind of the same,
0: mm-hmm. but
1: like in different colors. This one, the fashion maybe wasn't like hitting quite that like L.A. teen, but they was like serving a little bit more of a purpose like in the movie.
0: Yeah, their hair was like there was a couple times too where it was like they they had been in hair and makeup at different times or something. I was like, <laughs> oh no, one of their like shape has fallen. <laughs> on that note what is up next i think it's our lips are sealed and i feel like i have kept saying that i'm Um, so ready for our lips are sealed honestly i feel like i remember a lot about our
1: lips are sealed
0: yeah our lips are sealed is next we're going australia can't wait see you there
1: This episode of Second Showing is produced, recorded, and mixed by Connor Riley and Jordan Riley. Art by Connor Riley and music by Lee Rosaveri. Switching Goals is property of Dual Star Entertainment Group. It was directed by David Steinberg and written by David Kukoff and Matt Roshkow.
0: You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at GirlConnor, spelled G I R L C O N R. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram
1: at Jordan the Lady. You can find both of us on Instagram, Twitter, and especially TikTok at Second Showing
0: Pod, spelled with the number two. Be sure to follow so you can be updated about new episodes. You can find all episodes of Second Showing wherever you find your podcasts. Thanks for listening.